0: Okay, uh, we're back. Another episode. Uh, this guess, is... where, guess where we are. <laughs> we'll give the audience a few seconds of texture to...
1: You, Your gutter you're... ball? <laughs> it's a two fucking gutter balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're at the roller rink. <laughs>
0: you guys Uh-oh. might recognize the sounds of the public library. Uh, this is episode 53. 52, we're at Medici Coffee. Uh, Medici. Oh right, it was- it's not Medici, it's Right, we're in Italy. Medici. Medici? Medici. I think like they were like, we're in Texas, so that's licensed to mispronounce and oh. other
2: uh, I just forgot. Other culture. I
1: forgot what it was. I made a whole thing about it, no, like, when I read, like, the description. That was directed at, at this little dickhead. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna be- I'm gonna pick and choose. Jeff's- Jeff? and
2: are, uh, Gus and I are Gus and I are
1: having a thing today. Jeff's feisty today. I'm not feisty, you're feisty! You're feisty. I'm the mirror
2: of how you treat me. I'm so nice today. Fuck I'm off. A good, look, fuck who's, off. Telling you, who's telling fuck to fuck off. off? Go fuck yourself. You, you're nice boy because you tried to throw my food away an hour after being a dickhead for an hour?
0: We're going to get kicked out of the bowling alley. <laughs>
2: hell. Good morning, Gus.
0: <laughs> well, last time we were at Medici or whatever, coffee. Um, this time we took a break from the coffee. Uh, we needed a little bit of lunch. So we, we, we came we to. We need a little bit
1: of air conditioning. Yeah, yeah that ain't time. bad either.
0: Yeah, uh, we came down to uh, Lebowski Grill at the Highland Lanes. I've never been to Highland Lanes before. This is actually my first time
2: in here. Uh, I have also no, I've been in once. So like for Millie's, like a kid birthday party, okay, with Millie. But yeah, I've never bowled here. I've never hung out here. I've never eaten here.
1: Yeah. I don't think. Uh, it's a uh, it's very much a like very much like a throwback like exactly what you picture one thing i will say they've got like these um, murals of the austin skyline on either side of the the alley it's like uh, got you know the ut tower the pennybacker bridge the capitol the texas flag and all this and i thought it was a painting when i looked no, no, at the one over carpet. there no it's carpet it's carpet yeah. it's been woven i saw on yeah. this side when we got closer to it that it's fraying a bit i guess from where kids pull at it or something it's over here it's actually yep. much cooler when you realize that it's like a hook rug or something when yeah. you get close that's really neat. Uh, the, the, the carpet that I noticed when we first walked in is, of course, the standard bowling alley carpet that's over here. Which just like they 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 have a very niche specific market when they make this carpet over here. Yeah, yeah, which is just like bowling balls and pins flying around. It's like nobody else is buying this. Like I'm sure they probably have not made this carpet in 30 years. I bet there's.
2: I bet there's a. By the way, what's interesting about these murals is they're mirrors of each other. I thought it was interesting. Uh, like they're identical. There you see? Yeah, look at that. Yeah. And they put the clock on the UT tower. A <laughs> uh, uh, working clock, which is kind
0: of cute. Is that did, is there not oh I, I get it. That's yeah. fun. Plus oh also, what a fun idea. They had to incorporate someone bowling yeah. down at the very end. Which <laughs> leads you to believe you like there's a
2: there's a commercial carpet industry uh-huh. that that services hotels and convention centers and bowling alleys, yeah. right? So, you know, like, when you call up those guys and you're like, I need the bowling department, there's probably, like, what do you think? Like, this is what I would find most interesting. There's probably, like, four or five sizes of bowling alleys. And they're like, do you want yeah. the – which one of the – point to which one you want. Because I bet there's, like, industry standards.
0: I think you're like probably as, right. What,
2: as far as the size? Yeah, like, as far as, like – because I'm sure most bowling alleys look like this, right? So I'm sure the runners – where the carpet is are pretty standard, yeah. and so you'd say like, do you want the ten foot one or the fifteen foot one? Do you want cutouts every how I don't many
0: feet? How many feet of bowling alley carpet do you need? Well, we're a medium small bowling alley, and they yeah. go, we got you. Oh, class two, yeah, okay, wait, you are,
2: yeah, you guys are class two. Class twos for <laughs> class twos for thirty to forty four lanes, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm in there. There's a forty lane theater. That's it. Yeah,
0: yeah that's it. Um, we came down here to get a burger because we've heard Labowski's Grill. Is uh, an underrated burger
1: spot in Austin? There was a thread on the Austin subreddit the other day. Uh, um, Someone posted that, you know, Lebowski Grill had the best cheeseburger in Austin. There were people, like, in the comments, like, agreeing, like, yeah, yeah, right on, you know, I feel like not enough people go there. Do
2: you think that there are people that have felt that for a very long time and are just continuing that? Or do you think it's some sort of a a holdover from, there was a place that was very, very, very popular in Austin called Dart Bowl that closed a couple years ago? It's a parking lot now. Uh, well, it's a pile of rubble now. It's a pile of rubble. Uh, it's gonna be condos and they were had what was considered to be like one of the Sneaky best little restaurants yeah. in the city. Oh, really? And everybody ate. I, I ate there a bunch. Uh, they had good chili cheese uh, uh, They are good uh, Frito pie there and uh, I would eat there semi-regularly and I wonder if now that that's gone people are just transferring because... that love to this
1: Listen, I'm, I'm all about them transferring love to like a local business that's been around for a long time and yeah, yeah. you know you know really supporting it and and right. trying to, to send more people their way. So if, I'm not gonna play it. More yeah. power to them. Let's. Absolutely.
0: <clears throat> we're only five minutes in, but I kind of want to talk about the food because yeah. it's pretty fresh. Um, I got an Inferno Burger. Jeff also got an Inferno Burger. Uh, but, Gus got so,
1: a buffalo dude? I got a buffalo burger, and the only reason I did that was because I got the buffalo burger at Casino. Oh, And okay. I feel like you don't see a buffalo burger too often on the menu. Yeah. So in the spirit of always trying to order the same coffee, mm-hmm. I tried to order the same burger since they had it as an option here I think as well. that's fun.
2: I am also similarly going to try to order any jalapeno burger me, that I get my hand on. Me too. Because that's my go-to. Me too. So, uh, 100%. Well, what do you think about
0: the Inferno? I... It's not hot. There was zero spice. Zero heat. But but, that's what I come to expect with any kind of— Even, like, you got it without, like, the jalapeno ranch. Jalapeno ranch just made it, like, a little bit wet. It didn't really do anything for it. Yeah. Um, I will say, do, do I think it's one of the best burgers in Austin? No. But was it so fucking easy to eat I could have five? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. That was the easiest burger, uh, one of the easiest burgers of my life that I have ever eaten.
2: Yeah, especially compared to where we just went to Pool Burger, yeah. which was phenomenal burgers. Uh-huh. But my burger fell apart yep. after like four bites, and I just had a, a bowl uh, of burger yeah. in front mm-hmm. of me. Uh, this one maintained its integrity. Phenomenal, like, Hawaiian-esque bun. Oh, I so soft. Oh, one of the standouts, really soft bun. Yep. I agree with you. Uh, burger itself. Zero spice, even with the jalapenos. That's okay. I yeah. also come to expect that. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm normally not a sweet roll. Bun oh, really? Fan. I, yeah, I like I'm, it. I don't. I'm not. Not but it, into but it that. wasn't sweet. It was fine. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like super sweet. It was like, just like the it King was, Hawaiian rolls. It, so too sweet. It was really? the
0: pillowyness yeah. of yeah. it. It was very, 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 very soft. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I really like that. But um... I give it an eight. Yeah, oh. seven point nine.
1: Okay. <laughs> sure, seven
0: point okay. nine. somewhere in there. Yeah, it's fine.
1: It's 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 it's. Not bad. It's not, it's, almost, fine. it's not the best burger I've ever had. But that's saying a lot. You know, I think that's a very high bar.
2: I'll say this about it. I would never go out of my way to eat here. Uh-huh. But if we were coming bowling, I wouldn't eat before I came. Right.
0: Because I'd be like, oh, we'll, we'll just
2: eat at Lebowski. Right. Yeah. That place is pretty good.
0: Um, okay. One thing before I get into that. Um, if we ever did an Anima meetup, I want to do it here. I want everyone to eat at Lebowski's and I want to bowl. Okay. Well, some of us will. Je- Jeff. <laughs> Jeff walked in. We sat. We ordered. We sat down, and Jeff said,
1: "I don't like the way this place is affecting me." <laughs> he, so the way he sat, he sat at, the end, <laughs> at the, the end of the table so he could face the bowlers. Like normally, when you sit at these tables, you're facing. Like a way, you're not facing the bowling alley. You're not facing where people are bowling. Jeff sat at the end of the table so he could watch and you could see it in his eyes. He immediately began judging and the way <laughs> at the way people were bowling. It was like watching the Terminator scanning everyone to see if <laughs> is the, is the clothes fit. Yeah. But instead of uh, terminating anyone, he was simply judging
0: them. Yeah. It's like if the Terminator was the judgeinator <laughs> There was
2: all right, so there's league play on the other end. We've we've moved from is where that what work. it is?
0: Yeah, that was I don't think they're playing. They're
2: they're not doing league play, they're oh. league play they practice practicing. Uh, there's one very good bowler, uh, one dude who's pretty good at picking up spares, uh-huh. and then a lot of just mediocre. There's a dude in A&M shirt. Was he The good one, or the A and guy, is the best guy. Okay, yeah. The guy to the left of him in the blue shirt, that dude has got he's got real good. Strike. He's got real good spare precision, but he doesn't have a lot of pin action when he when he uh, when he sh- throws his first ball. Uh, and everybody else around him fucking stunk it up. <laughs> I had no respect for most of those people. Those two guys, I had a little respect for. <laughs>
0: Is it the sounds that got you? The pro- I hate. I'd say I hate bowling, right? <laughs> We've established I, that on this
2: podcast. I, think
0: I, told I don't you, know if it's technically true that he hates bowling.
2: I think I think I told you when we came <laughs> uh-huh. that when we sat down yeah. that nothing makes me want to put a fucking gun in my mouth and blow my brains out of the back of my head and all over that that carpeted mural <laughs> than not bowling a strike, and I can't allow myself to get there. I can't allow myself the disappointment of me. Uh-huh. I hate myself so much uh-huh. in and through the context of bowling that I, I can't- I don't- I gotta- I can't hate myself. I already have uh-huh. enough issues with me. Uh-huh. I can't exacerbate it with bowling. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say I fucking love the smell and the sound of a bowling alley.
1: There, it's unmistakable. <laughs> Eric, you commented on it when we walk in. It's like, just, it, you go ahead. You, you it's, said it. We walked in, and just before we walked in the front doors, it smelled like
0: cigarettes. Yeah. And then we the doors opened, and it smelled like shoe cleaner. And you heard the crash of the bowling pins, and it was like, this is so unique and so familiar. It's, uh, it's a very similar smell to the
1: bingo hole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. It's uh, maybe a, an equal proportion of uh, senior citizens compared to what we're seeing today. Just, we're we, here in the middle of the day on a Monday.
0: We made a friend. There was a, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that dude wanted to get us drunk. He that, that, was sweet. Dude. He was a sweet little old guy. He, he was. He kept getting mad at us for not drinking. He kept trying to get us to go to the bar. Boy, he
0: wanted us to go to the bar so bad and then told us about how he gets drunk and uses his Dell computer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> his son bought it for him. It was adorable. <laughs> he was saying that he can get drunk because he doesn't drive anymore. Yeah, yeah he doesn't drive anymore. Uh, I love it. that no. kind of interaction, dude. All, all about it. That guy is the is like is the best of old Austin. Yep. That's what. Yeah. That that guy's like that because that's how you used to make friends in this town. Yeah. You know, before we were talking about that yesterday. I went out. Uh, we rented a boat and went out on the lake yesterday. Uh, Emily and some friends and I. Go go now, Joey. Go go oh, okay, now, cool. Joey, and go go now, Samara. Uh-huh. We had at different podcast, but we had our return to the water together. We hadn't been in, the, in a boat together since. Did then. you have to jump out and swim to another boat? <laughs> no, we. Oh, didn't. Okay, it was pretty safe. But we were remarking on how, like, you you pass by other boats and jet skiers and kayakers and wave, and nobody in Austin waves anymore. Oh, crazy! Like one out of every like fifteen people we passed wave back, huh. and we were like, "What the fuck happened to Austin?" Austin used to be a waving kind of town, Hmm. and it's just, we decided it was all the new Austin people that don't know how to wave yet. So I'm speaking to you, new Austinites. I'm not judging you. I'm not angry. There's no acrimony here. But what I'm saying is we're a polite town, and you should embrace that as you discover and fall in love with and live here. Uh Be a little outgoing. Wave at a stranger. Wave at a neighbor. It's different from maybe where you move from. People are genuinely nice here. And people are, 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 love to, to strike up a conversation by the bar at a bowling alley yeah. at noon and tell you about their Dell computer. Embrace that.
1: Counterpoint. That's the flavor of uh, life. I don't, give, I don't give a fuck about anyone else in another boat or another car. If someone lets me into to traffic, sure, I'll it's give polite. them a wave. But driving the other direction, someone drives by in the same kind of car as me and going in the other direction and waves at me, fuck you. <laughs> How it's about ex- that? It's expected, <laughs> it's expected on a boat. Uh, is it?
2: Yeah. Okay. It's different than the street, man. You're sharing the same road. <laughs> You're always sharing the same lane. These it's are like, water rules, Gus. Yeah.
1: I don't understand. Kevin Costner didn't Water understand laws, either. Totally right. <laughs> waving? Who cares? What's that? Who cares?
2: It's just a thing you do. I don't know why you wouldn't
1: care. This is like, I don't if know. If you we, wave if, at somebody, like, like, hey, how's it going? And, and they just look at you and keep going? That's like, oh, why is I guess if thick? someone waved at me, I'd probably wave back, but I wouldn't go out of my way to be, like, waving at other people. Like, their lives have no... Impact on mine, like this dude here. That's fine. It's you know we're hanging out. We're at the same place. You know we're standing next to each other. Like speeding by on a boat next to someone else. Like you're gonna leave Austin someday, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's get the
0: You take some of that with you, Betty. <laughs> when I was a kid and we would uh, go on the boat, that was my favorite part was waving at people and people wave back. Yeah, it's a thing how old, how you do. Are you? Eleven. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) He wasn't the only one
2: waving. I'm just saying it was interesting. That is true. Other people would wave. It is a common courtesy on a boat boat.
1: to wave at other people. Eating your sweet potato fries, riding around on a boat waving.
0: Have you seen people standing up for sweet potato fries? I saw you retweet one person who did. But the overwhelming
1: comments are like, they're not as good. I
0: also really like that they said I'm going to be on the wrong side of history and say I'm (laughs) for sweet potato (laughs) fries. (laughs)
2: Nobody's saying they should replace potatoes like, normal fries. <laughs> oh. We're just saying they have value, and
0: they're fine. But I will say, tater tots with a hamburger. Those tater tots? I can eat tater tots all fucking
1: day. Oh, yeah. Tater tots are great. Oh. I had, they they had red onion rings with, yep. like, the daily special. I was like, what is that? Like, oh, just we make, <laughs> we make onion rings with red onions. Like, yep. oh, okay. <laughs> did, it t- did it taste any different? I mean, yeah, a little bit, you know. Uh, Not as. White onions have very much, like, kind of a bite to them. But mm. when they're onion rings, typically they can be pretty sweet. This was sweet without the bite. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I usually see red onion rings
0: as strings. That, oh, yeah, that They'll yeah. fry up and then put on almost like a shallot, but you do it with, like, a red onion and batter a little bit and then fry it and then you put it on, like, top of a burger, and it's, like, a big, like, messy nest. Yeah. Um, but having a big ring of it was, like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, me and Jeff didn't get a taste of those. We had our tater tots. So. We had tater tots. Tots are good. I'm a big tater tot guy. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my preferred tot. Yeah. My preferred potato is in top form. I get uh, I could have eaten so many different things at that grill. They have a great little setup with that bar in there. I might come back on, like, a Saturday. Yeah. There might
1: be an old dude trying to bully you to go in there. Oh, dude, the-
0: I, I'll buy him a shot. <laughs> on Saturday, you, you, when you're not
2: working, we'll sit down and, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jim, Jim Bean. But that's likes Jim Bean.
0: Yeah, that's his drink. Yeah, that's his favorite drink. <laughs> Uh this is a great throwback thing. There're like a lot of kids here it's summer, right? Oh yeah. There're like a lot of kids here and like a lot of like retirees. I'm surprised there's like a whole group of like gothy teenagers there over are, there. yeah. They all look like they're like 18, 19. Yep. I think I think bowling is just an easy thing. Hey, hey, hey.
1: hey. No. Is bowling back?
0: <laughs> Jeff is bowling back.
1: Don't look at me. <laughs> I think a bowling might be back. I'm a fucking mall guy. I <laughs> am not.
2: And I haven't been a bowling guy in a very long time. I have no idea. Are there ever bowling alleys in malls? Is that a thing? Oh. I've never seen one, but I would. I bet there have been. I, I,
0: I bet there's one in the Mall of the Americas, right? Oh, yeah. yeah but gotta that's, gotta that's like
1: yeah. that's like a crazy mall. They've got an amusement park in there.
0: Now, I bet there are. Because the mall is so... There's like nothing really going yeah. on. And I bet they're like, oh, we'll put in like this bar that's also a bowling
1: alley. Yeah. This used to be a Dillard's.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, The bowling alley that I grew up with was called, uh, was it uh, Parkway Bowl? And it was a bowling alley that was connected to an arcade called Boardwalk. And so you would play Mortal Kombat 3 and then walk over and bowl and then go back and play Street Fighter 2. And it was awesome. So many birthdays there. So many. Oh. so cool. And then you got older, and then you would stop going, and then you got a little bit older, and then you'd go to the bar. <laughs> and There's then, something for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play some pool, you go to the bar. Really underrated bars at bowling alleys, I think. I agree with that. I think it might be, because I bet they're cheap. We had three burgers. The employees were on to us. Uh-oh. Yeah, are they gonna come over and say? They're having a conversation about us, right Are around. they really? I have been watching it go down. All right, well, if we if we have to end this thing, we're about what sixteen minutes in, so that's good to know. We'll finish yeah. it in the car. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll go somewhere else, air conditioned. Um, yeah. Gus, did you grow up with a bowling alley?
1: No, there were. I grew up in a really small town, so there were no bowling alleys. I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a big city thing. I would see it on TV and in movies. Wow. And really? I was like, one day I'd like to. I'd love to go to a bowling alley. I don't think I went to a bowling alley until <laughs> I was in college. Like I went to Houston. I think that might have been the first time I went to a bowling Did it, alley. Uh, was it everything you hoped it'd be? Oh yeah, it was yeah. great. It was uh, it was awesome. It was ju- just like the movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have much in the town I grew up in. There was definitely—I don't even know where the nearest, bowling, the nearest bowling alley was. Probably in San Antonio, like a two and a half, three-hour drive away. Really? You don't, you don't think there was a closer bowling alley in Mexico? Oh, I've never been to a bowling alley in Mexico. I don't. I wonder how they differ, if I, at all. I wonder, man. There probably was not one in Mexico. No, I would have known about that. No, I'm gonna say no. There was not. Okay, okay. Then there were no. There was only one big city right across the border. I guess maybe in. Yeah, there was nothing else like close on that side other than that one city. There wasn't like a Black Rocks bowling alley. Or <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there was not. And then you're anti-bowling, so
0: I mean, you know, we've already talked about your. We don't need for to. Bowling. We don't need to get into it. At, okay. Yeah. Um, how about this area of town though?
1: like. <laughs> this is like a, we're like at Burnett and 183. Yep. Like We're real close to Common Interest which we've talked about before. The karaoke place is just down a little bit on Burnett from here. Um, then we're actually real close to, just a little further up Burnett, were Q2 Stadium and that uh, coffee place. and mm-hmm. uh, We've talked about that we're over We're close there. to the Skateland where you went yep. skating yep. the other day. Um, 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 but yeah, this is, a, I felt like this was always almost kind of like a a transitionary part of town for me. Yes. Like, I would rarely spend time here, but definitely frequently passed through. It's um, definitely a
2: place you go through to get to another part of town, I guess. Yeah,
1: one time years ago, now what was it, probably late 90s, maybe 2000, 2001, something like that, I was on 183 here, I was on 183 southbound, and I was driving in the far right lane, and there was a an eight, uh, like an 18 wheel like a semi, passing me in one of the left lanes, and we're on that part of 183 where it goes right over Burnett. So it's like a race. It's elevated. And as the truck was passing me, one of the tires on it on my side came loose. Oh, my God. And came off of the truck. And I had to hit my brakes. And it just, like, started bouncing. And it bounced right in front of my car. And it bounced over the edge of the overpass down the intersection of Burnett and 183.
2: Dude, I remember you telling me that when it happened.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, like, I, I, I never heard anything about it. I assume it, it must not have hit anyone or anything. <laughs> but it's like... That is terrifying. Dude,
2: I've seen some videos on TikTok of of that exact thing happening, and a tire can fucking ruin a car. Yeah really quickly.
0: Yeah, You're going so
1: seen cars fast. hit
2: it and then flip and stuff. It's, yeah. That's dangerous.
1: So I think about that every time I'm in yeah. this area because I feel wow. like this like this here, like Highland Lanes is like where it would have been heading towards. Mm.
2: We saw that once when we were coming up 35 around Old Torf. We may have been on the access road of Old Torf. It might have been before Rouge Teeth. It might have been in the Tele Network days and somebody popped a tire. Somebody's tire popped off and it just was rolling the wrong way down oh, yeah, yeah. south down the northbound lane and people just went around it. It wasn't like going crazy but it was just like
1: just teetering down the that, road, that tire still is down in Central America now. Some
2: say, and yeah, that tire is all, all the way to Guatemala by now,
0: <laughs> it's, it's still way down there. Uh, you guys ever go to Pinballs? The Pinballs that's over here, was that ever a thing that
1: was like a thing you went that to? That came around later. Pinballs is a, in the scheme of time that I've been, that we've been in Austin, it's a much newcomer, later. yeah. Oh, really? I uh, didn't know that. I think that Pinballs probably didn't open until 2010, 2010, 2011. That's oh, when I was oh, in yeah. the yeah. U.S. Now,
2: and it was kind of, it was, I don't know about I can't speak for you, but. It it, it launched at a time when I was less—I was a little bit older and less interested in that kind of thing. So I've been to pinballs. I've been to pinballs for kids' birthday parties. And that's about it. I wouldn't, like, it's not a hangout spot for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I've been there a few times, but, yeah, like, in it wasn't here when we were younger and it was maybe a little more targeted right. to us.
2: Like, when we were in our Dave and
0: Buster's age, yeah. we would have probably loved it. But yeah. yeah. How they, funny. I, I thought it was, like, an older Austin
1: place. Uh-huh. It just,
0: I, because there's, like, three of them. Yeah, they just the war, kind of
1: exploded. The one yeah. we're by was the original one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one down in Buda, Pinball's Kingdom, that's in, that's where that restaurant used to be with the dirtiest fish tank that had the yeah. sad catfish in it. Cafe 18. No. It was like Drosset 223 Drosset or something yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: Uh, Wait, that like it was near it or that's what it that's used what to be. it was. Be? What oh that, that no building, way! Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that.
1: Yeah. So no if you remember shit. us talking about yeah that that restaurant? That's where Pinball's Kingdom in Butte is now. That's no the same way. building. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. that's like how recent it is in our in term of our when we our were time making
2: when we were in, like, season four of Red vs. Blue, it was still that other restaurant.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Red vs. Blue, can we post that video? Uh, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I was telling Eric this morning, because uh, you all are doing the first episode of The Break Show later today. Oh, yeah. And it, it, whenever you talk about The Break Show, it always makes me think of <laughs> Limp brisket Break stuff, which, you know, uh, I'd like, I, w- I, was, I, m- I made a reference to it, and I turned to Eric, and I was like, you know, that was the original theme song for the first, like, episode zero of Red vs. Blue. And he thought I think he thought I was fucking with oh, him. I, you, I, yeah. no, so, I, remember like, I I found someone else who had re-uploaded the video. I don't think it's on any of our official channels because it's got licensed music in it obviously. Yeah, we switched it
2: out pretty early on. Yeah. But
1: I remember how fucking how much Bernie liked how proud Bernie was of that. I thought it was really funny because it's such a juxtaposition. Like it's so high energy and yeah. action oriented and the show starts and it's just like very dialogue driven. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's what he was going for. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way he thought it was cool. (laughs) But yeah, I guess maybe people, maybe that's like one of those things that's like lost in time or that's been long forgotten. It's like that old original episode zero with Limp Bizkit's Break stuff. There are people that like get music and have good taste in music and understand
2: music. I would count the three of us at the table Uh in that category. And then there are people that are the other side of that. Uh, and, th- and those people are Bernie. That's what I'm getting at. Sorry. I was, I, I I was let was me be clear. I, was I was be I'm gonna be clear. I want to be 100% clear. I'm talking, Bernie has bad taste in music, is what I'm saying. He's got like, great taste in a lot of stuff. Great taste in friends, bad taste in music.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I found out that Michael Jones doesn't listen to music. He just listens to Dateline NBC. <laughs> that doesn't. People
1: actually listen to that? Dude. Anytime there's a promo for that, I'm like, who listens Dude, to Dateline as a podcast? He and
0: listens to all of them. And he will—he'll be like, "I listen to this one, and then this happened." And it's like, "Oh fuck!" He does not listen to music. When we did that road trip for Face Jam, he's like, "I think it's the first time I've uh, been driving like listening to music in like a really long time." Wow, dude, I couldn't live without listening to music. Right? Crazy. I would—we were talking about this recently.
2: I would give up books and movies and TV and video games before I'd give up music. Yeah, they would be the last thing I like yeah. by far. I've been trying to get Michael Jones to listen to a podcast called Are You Garbage forever because it is so up
0: his alley, and I can't get him to do it. I get so many clips on TikTok for that thing. It's so funny. It is made for him.
1: I I saw the other day, uh, speaking of podcasts, on podcast charts that um, our D&D podcast, Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Number 60. The Royal We, uh, Rich Cheese podcast, Tales from the Stinky Dragon. um, It was like number 60 on the Spotify charts. charts. And it was, like, just behind Ben Shapiro, who I think was, like, number 57. <laughs> and Tales of the Singing Dragon is a, you know, it's, it's a successful podcast. It gets a lot of downloads. It's, uh-huh. it's pretty popular. But that contextualized Ben Shapiro's numbers yes. for me. Yes. Like, it gave me a real solid number to, to compare against. I'm like, you're not as big as I thought you no. were what? then, are you? Well, I, n-
2: not to defend him way whatsoever So i wouldn't but that's the spotify charts are different from the global charts Right. what yes. yeah. spotify is he he, probably the he indexes one a lot hot. he's yep. like number six or seven on the global charts yep. i saw Unfo- unfortunately
0: uh it's really interesting the way that a lot of those like index too where it's like by whole catalog by recent episode yeah, like yeah. that kind of stuff it like it's the way that you can use facts to really uh solidify your position while the facts <laughs> might not necessarily be as factual as you're making but. listen Number sixty is not hey, that much uh, below fifty seventh. Number number sixty is a that's a banger. And dude, you guys are like the puppets and everything. Like yeah, Stinky Dragon. If you're not listening to Stinky games, Dragon, number, check it
2: out. Number eight on the overall list. Wow, unfortunately. Jesus. Daylight, oh. There's
0: Dateline NBC. Number six. <laughs> that's Whoa. Michael. Michael's right there. Going, Michael's a big part and then of that. Yeah. This happened. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's, he's way bigger. I didn't bigger realize than, how big Office this. Ladies was. Who listens to that? That's Office
1: what? Ladies is huge, dude. Lie. Because no, nobody has peacock, so they can't watch uh, The Office. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to listen people talk about True. The Office.
0: It's a heartbreaker. I, I'm,
2: I don't know why, but I, oh, impulsive with, impulsive Logan Paul, impulsive with Logan Paul is number fourteen. Yeah, got Thea Von's number fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's fucking. He's the way highest comedian. Oh no, two bears up
0: there. Yeah, I'm bummed that Smartless is so high. Me too. Yeah, I hate that it's using as, as an example for me in every meeting that I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> stop. Telling me that you listen to the biggest podcast in the world, so does everyone else. Yeah, way to go! <laughs> great. Hey, if you guys don't watch the show? It's called The Office. <laughs> anyway, you should do you should, you should do stuff like that. It seems to be yeah kind of a hit. People seem to dig it. Have deci- you Have you thought about ripping this <laughs> thing off? Uh, no, I have uh, certainly not. Um, that's the, great. The thing about podcasts is it can
1: be anything, and there's people out there who want it. So yeah. it, it, it can be. I think that's almost the. The difficulty in, in creating podcasts, right, is it can be anything, so what do you make it be? Yep. Like, there's so many, I know, we've probably talked about this before, but like, there's so many podcasts that start and then don't even get to episode three. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's so hard to find what your purpose is, what your style is, and what you're doing, and then to continue to do it. I think the continuing to do it is, that, like, it's fun to do one. Boy, boy, it's
0: fun to do one episode of a podcast. Right. And then when they go, so what time are we doing this next week?
1: Yeah. That's when you go... No, I think I got this out of my system. Right. It's like, oh, wait, well, well, then it becomes easy. Like, oh, I got a thing on this day. I got a history schedule. And then it just keeps getting punted. Dude,
2: and that, that maintains, uh, that truth is maintained no matter where you are in your career. Like, I, I'm still, I'm not on the fence. I'm going to do it. But I was on the fence for a long time about the new podcast that I'm gonna do that's just me because I'm like do I really like I'm having fun now am I really how am I gonna feel on episode 19 how am I gonna feel on episode 52 am I gonna want to kill myself by episode 100 you know and I had to I decide That's why I've recorded five or six, and we haven't released any, because I want to build the cadence up and see if I'm going to keep it up. And I am, and I'm going to do it. But that was a part of the process for me, was making sure, am I am I just locking myself into misery, yeah, or is this I, something that it, I really want to maintain? It,
1: it, it's funny you say that, because this morning, when I was in the shower, I do a lot of thinking in the shower, I was thinking about um, uh, Good News Ratman. Yeah. And I was trying to think about, like in my mind, I was like pacing out... You know the se- season one. That's you know what we, we we're gonna make. How it's gonna go. What beats we need to hit. When we need to hit it. Which episodes. And then being. And then thinking like, if we continue it and we do a season two, like how what how is that how is this gonna play into that? Right. What is that gonna arc into? And then how does you know that continue? And and, and am I going to hate it? And you have to think like,
2: is do I want to do like. Is it worth it to just do a season one? Like, yep. if I right. don't want to do a season two or three, should I bother doing a season one? Because sometimes that answer alone has had me not do certain yeah. projects. Now, I would like you guys to do. I'm not trying to talk you out of doing. No, no no, guys, no, no. I no, want no. you guys to do it. But I've definitely killed stuff when I thought like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to want to do this past eight episodes.
0: I think, I think a big thing is also knowing that like what size of show you're trying to accomplish. Like when we talk about face, it is like high ceiling because we have found people want more, and so we'll do more, and then we're doing these things, and that's like a lot of fun. Anma is like, and here's where we get a cup of coffee yeah. and hang out, yeah, and, and, a burger, we're, yeah. I, and we're not trying to make this a thing for everyone, it's Austin-centric, it's you guys-centric, we're not trying to compete with Theo Vaughn and all these other shows, and I don't think there's anything wrong with knowing the sizing yeah. of your yeah. show. And like what well, the show is, like, we're not, fuckface, we're, sell- we're trying to sell
2: merch to yeah. stay to, yeah. to, to, to maintain this podcast we know what it is we're not trying to beat you to death to no. t- selling you t-shirts and say that's not appropriate for here uh-uh. this is really just I mean this is a very bottom of funnel show yeah <laughs> yeah, no it really is it's, it's honestly it's I mean uh, it scratches a huge itch for me which is that Gus and I created a company with a lot of help from a lot of other talented people. Gus and I were part of creating a company of creative people that do creative things because we loved being creative together. Gus and I started making shit together almost the day we met. And it was three years later, I think, before Rooster Teeth happened, right? Before, Four yeah. and we had a bunch of projects. If Rushi had never happened, Gus and I would still be making other projects. However, the price of success is Gus and I create a company. Twenty years later, he's on one side of it; yeah, I'm on the yeah. other. We don't make shit together yeah. anymore. And so, this scratches that itch for me of finally getting to make something with my buddy that I started a fucking company with twenty yeah. years ago. And also, to be a hundred percent honest, it's kind of, like at least in my view, it's fan service. Yeah, I just I wanna like I wanna give. I want to give something back to the community that's been with us since the beginning yeah. by retelling those old stories and adding some context to it and uh, creating something that's, like, designed for that.
1: Yeah. When we, you know, years ago, back in when we started RT Podcast, you know, back in late 2008, the way I thought about it at the time was that, like, it was intended to, like, give everyone a look at, how we were doing what we we're doing and why we were doing it yeah it was almost like this is a terrible analogy this is the best analogy I could think of at the time it was like it was like entourage where oh yeah you, where you're following these people who are doing this thing that is you know unusual k- kind of out of reach for a lot of people but you're along for the ride yeah. you're gonna see yeah. how it all how it all goes down what happens and You know, we're going to pull back the curtain on a lot of stuff, and I think over time, you know, we shifted, and that you know wasn't really the focus of that show anymore. But I think we kind of touch on that here, like talking about how to make a podcast, how does a podcast break out? You know, um, you know what is your goal? How you know even approaching if we're going to make this project, how do you think about it, and how do you frame it to try to set yourself up for the most success possible?
2: I think that's the thing that yeah, I think that's the thing that most people miss when they look at not even just us, but. all the millions of people that are making content, making it successfully right now, is—is is it people see the end result and it looks really easy? And by design, I mean, like Achievement Hunter was designed to make it look easy to play video games with your friends. Like, uh, and they miss the steps. Like, how much fucking, how many, how many, day, how many shower days you have just on Good Morning Ratman? Yeah, or Good Day Ratman. What is it? Good, good, good News, good news Ratman. Ratman. Sorry. And uh, good old Ratman. I was saying I got, I got it conflated. With the, <laughs> good morning from hell <laughs> in my head.
1: Oh, yeah. Weird. I wonder if that's ever happened to anybody else. <laughs> good morning, good news. I just... Oh, do you have that problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to... Great minds. Canonically, now there's going to be a reason for that, just because I couldn't keep it straight in my head. But anyway, sorry, go but ahead. But
2: it's, it's nice to be able to, t- to, to have that, to provide that context of like, you know, watching three idiots... Uh, play pranks on each other seems really like, it seems really like you just pick it up and you go, but there's like so many hours of the week that go into preparing for yeah. face and writing. Yeah. Like I've written more for face than I've written probably in the history of my career leading up to it, you know, and the amount of planning that goes into something like yeah. Good News Rap Man, the amount of work that goes <laughs> into it black box down.
1: Yeah, what's yeah. you, you know I, uh, I wrote a, a rough draft of an episode one of Good News Ratman a couple of weeks ago, and when I was writing it, I almost had to kind of trick myself into doing it Because it's like, if I I tell myself I'm going to sit down and write episode one, it's like, oh man, that's so much work, I can't do it. So I sat down, it's like, I'm just going to write a couple lines. I'm going to write the beginning of the scene. Uh Like, oh, this is going good. Oh, just a few more. Just a few more. And then before you know, it's like, okay, I'm done. I did all of episode one. took, you know, an hour or an hour and a half, whatever. It's like, but i like... Getting over that stumbling block of just starting it. Like I just I just like I just needed to do it a little bit. Get, and, started, get the ball rolling.
2: And that's something that like never goes away. At least for me. Like it, it affects you early on when you feel like you don't know what you're doing. Like trying to get into writing or producing, creating content, whether it's video games or skits with your friend or whatever, like you get the burst of inspiration and you think I could do that. And then when you sit down to do it, it's very quickly overwhelming when you're faced with the totality of what uh-huh. you're trying to do. That's and that's that is uh, I would say what stops ninety percent of people that try this in their tracks. That never goes away. You have to figure that. You have to get past that, and then you have to get past it the next time and the next time. And if you're lucky enough to be doing it twenty-one years like Gus has, you're still gonna have to overcome it.
0: I think starting with (laughs) it does it does. That's the hard part about it. It does suck. I think starting with a blank page is the hardest thing about writing. If you just get words on a page at least you have something and then it really it's momentum that builds and then you can go
1: back and get rid of the words that didn't work Yeah, and And that's fine what really helped when I was doing that with Ratman the other week was Elise had written kind of like an outline like a generic show outline like these are the beats that we could hit in an episode so like just taking that instead of having a blank page having like generic beats and being like okay what could go in this generic beat we're gonna put this what happens from that ooh okay let's type a little bit alright you know oh I reached the next beat it's
0: crazy that it's just like, that's all it takes is just sometimes it's just the little thing that's on the page that gets you going in a direction that you just didn't have. Because, man, when you're staring and it's just blank and you see the cursor just <laughs> blink yeah. and you just go, all right, the title, <laughs> uh, okay, and that's it. It's, it's really hard. It's really hard.
2: I always kind of liked the way Kevin Smith described his writing process uh, back in the 90s when I was very excited about Kevin Smith. Yeah. Uh, he would say that, um, like he would just write a scene. He would write uh, scenes, whatever scene came to his mind. He had an idea for a scene, conversation at a coffee shop, two guys looking over comic books at the back of a comic. Like he would just write these disparate scenes, and then once he had enough, he could kind of put them on the ground and figure out where they go yeah. together. And then it's just putting a puzzle together. And that that's another like bite-sized way to tackle it. You're yeah. not even thinking linearly. You're just thinking, like, I know I have this moment. Let me get that moment out to make them, them all for the next moment. Yep. And at some point,
0: we'll figure out how they all fit.
2: Yeah. That's Clerks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> clerks yeah. is just, this happens at the video store. This happens at the convenience store. They go to, like, a funeral? Remember, like, they go to, like, a funeral or, like, a mortuary or something. At I like, Yeah. No. That's, like, a part that nobody remembers about that movie that's my favorite scene they like leave and like go to a funeral i just remember i just remember 37 and uh (laughs) (laughs) in a row ooh navy
2: seals
0: (laughs) Uh. it's it i just i think the process is different from everyone or for everyone and uh it's important to find yours even if you don't know what it is it doesn't mean you have to get it right the first time it just means it was fuck at least you're trying something you know yeah yeah and
1: i think that's uh that's also it for like that kind of ties into like that's another stumbling block. and That's another obstacle for a lot of people. It's like You got a lot of bad shit in you. Yeah. You just gotta burn through it. Yeah. You just gotta practice and and yep. do it over and over and over
2: Yeah, what it's the Robert Rodriguez quote that Bernie had always yeah. uh, Pull up what Robert one time said everybody's got about 50 bad movies in them Yeah, and the faster you get through those the faster you get to the good ones, you know,
1: man, that's great We definitely burn through a lot of Bad website ideas. Oh, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> in those four oh,
1: years. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you know
2: how
0: many bad podcasts I've burned through? <laughs> now we have Anmo. We're getting to the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. We can eat a hamburger, have a cup of coffee. It's great. Uh, or a Big Red. Okay. What? It's like a Texas thing, right? Is it? Big Red? You ever had yeah. Big Red when you were growing up?
2: No, it's a Texas thing. Oh, I love that. I Big mean, Red. I don't think it only exists in Texas, but. Big Red wasn't a thing until I came to Texas. Oh, okay. The, I
0: fucking love Big Red. Uh, it's it's always funny when you hang out with people who are, like, from Austin or, like, from Texas. You go get a burger or whatever, and they do that. They order a Big Red, yeah. and you just go, like, man, you're, like, from what, here, from here. Cat. What, what
1: was I going to get? A Pepsi? Well, yeah. <laughs> no. I got a root beer.
0: Jack has Big Red in his veins, There you man. go. I yeah. mean, that's...
1: Cat. It, she's the same way. She'll order a big red, and we all just go like, "Really? Yeah, big red's awesome, man. <laughs> I think it's like the same uh, like bottler who did Dr Pepper up mm-hmm. by Waco. Yeah. yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, it's it's very much a regional. It just never got as big as Dr Pepper.
2: It is awesome. I just can't. It's like drinking sugar. It is. Yeah. And diet Big Red is not good. I love Big Red. I'm not what, crazy what about, about big diet. Red? Big red? What about Big red? red Zero? I've never had Big Red Zero. What is that? <laughs> the, Like the zero version of Big Red. It doesn't exist, does it? It does.
1: Oh, I'll try it. I've never had it. There's also I don't know if you've seen it. There's also Big Blue. I've had Big Blue before. Big
2: Peach. I don't like Big Blue as much as Big Red. I've never had Big Peach.
1: Call me when they have like a
0: small red. I'll try like a smaller version of the red. Red baby.
1: Yeah. People always complain, you know, like you know, what people who aren't from Texas they'll see someone here, you know, order a Big Red, and the big complaint I always hear is like, what is that? What is it? The flavor of? And my response is always, what's the flavor of Coke? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just good. It's like it's like Big Red is like. I would say it's like a sugary red cream soda. Yeah. If yeah. you, if you like, made think, me answer what it was. Yeah, but, but you don't have to know what the flavor of everything is. What's the flavor of Mountain Dew? Yeah, what is Pepsi? <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> like, you don't ask that about any other soda, but for some reason when people see a big red, they it's freak the, out and they're like, what's the flavor
0: of it's it? It's the color and the undescriptive name. <laughs> it is the fact that it is a big red drink, and it's called Big Red. Here's the deal.
2: You're not going to call a drink... Big Red, uh-huh. unless you're confident that that drink is a fucking banger. <laughs> so if you see a drink called Big Red, uh-huh. as a consumer, I would think, oh, well, that's my go. I got to try that right yeah. now because they clearly have all the confidence in the world in their product. <laughs> uh,
0: I thought it was gonna be cinnamon the first time I tried I it. It's because of the gum, the Big yep, Red gum. Absolutely, no relation. Yeah,
1: no. Uh, I think that's it, what people. It's kind of weird that they would, you would call a gum the same thing as a soda. I assume it's from like. A long time ago back yeah. before like when things were a lot more regional yeah and before you know all of that it was a lot easier to are get you... this stuff nationwide we were
0: talking about this the other day are you gonna get back into mountain dew are you gonna try mountain dew and just see if it's like a thing no nah. you don't
1: think so no nah. i'm not i don't i'm not jazzed about it no you're
0: not what i'm not
2: jazzed about
1: it no oh, okay I had some Mountain Dew the other day. How was for it? For the first time in years. It's good. Uh, Mountain Dew's good, man. Mountain Dew's delicious. It's his it's his gamer juice,
2: dude. Yeah. I had a bat I had an experience with Mountain Dew when I was like 13, 14. Uh, and I just My cousin and I, we spent the summer together at his mo- at his house in Florida. And his mom, because I was like 13 and he was like 12, so we were just like eating and drinking everything in sight. So his mom went to like Costco or Sam's and got us a uh, two cases of mountain dew because it was probably the cheapest yeah. thing they had and adam and i were like okay we've got 2 weeks to get through two cases of mountain dew we can do this and we did it and i will never drink another mountain dew again <laughs> even the thought of it makes me nauseous still to this day we talked about it the other day and it was like really yeah, you only had half a case a week yeah. you big baby <laughs> it was too much that's too much mountain dew. It might not have been too much of a lot of other things but mountain dew is a particular taste that if you OD on it's hard to come back from. It's like tequila.
1: Everyone everyone's got a tequila story but not everyone has a mountain dew story. It's no. true. So, you're unique there. Um man, yeah, I, I I before I had mountain dew the other the other day, I cannot remember the last time I had it. It was definitely a drink I had that I liked a lot, probably in that same age range, yeah. like 13, 14. I think like every every kid probably goes through a phase like that. People love that. What is that one
2: that people like so much? Code blue or? Code co- red. Code red. New code red is like
0: the best one. Yeah. I, I, I like heard. red. I'll try, it it's it's red. red yeah. I'll try it because it's red, baby. I'll try it
1: because it's red like big red. <laughs> it's red like big red. Are, there, are there still other. I mean, I, I don't know. Obviously, I've lived here for so long. You have lived here for so long. But like, what's the market? Are there other regional sodas like that? Like, you know, it's baffling to me that Big Red's not a national thing or that yeah. not as well known. Like, what are the what are the other regional you, sodas we're missing out on? Do
2: you remember when Spam Man would always come and visit us? Oh he yeah, would bring us ale eight.
1: Ale eight one. What Al, the fuck is that? ale eight one.
2: Uh, it's a ginger ale, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, uh, Fago is really big in Detroit. Like when I go up to Detroit, that Fago is everywhere. True.
1: Yeah. Um, but the Juggalos have kind of like introduced that. Over. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, nationally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I suppose I feel, that there's more probably. Uh, there's, a, there's a, again only living here. This isn't a Texas thing, but um, Abita, you know the the beer brewer. they oh, make, yeah. They make a root beer, which I think uh, is not very Abita root beer. Which is
2: Louisiana? Yeah, it's like yeah. a
1: Louisiana thing. I think that's that's also regional. I think we get it here because we're uh, proximity based. So when I lived in
2: Louisiana, Abita was everywhere. Yeah, Abita, yeah,
1: really. Abita and Abita root beer is really really good. Yeah. Huh. So there's got to be more. I feel like we're missing out. Let this us know. Is, this isn't soda. Let us, let yeah, us please know. let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know what your regional soda
2: is, your insane regional soda. I'll say this. Like, all the potato chips are different in Michigan. Really? They're just brands I don't know. Like Best Made, I'd never heard of. It's pretty best, good. Best
1: Made, like the pickles?
2: I guess so. Does it have the little girl with her tongue sticking out? Yeah, they have a bunch of different well, They make chips. potato chips?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Let me look. Now, wow. now you're scaring me, but I'm pretty sure. No, no, they're just like, they make the best pickles, so if they make potato chips, I want to get in on that. Damn. I, I do love regional potato chips, too. I like, uh, hers is not a chip you can get very oh, yeah. very easily down here. Did you find it? Do you find your pickles? Yeah,
2: seat? this is what I get. Yeah, this is right, like that. Can I, I'm going to click on one of these. Yeah, go for or, it. Or zoom in. Or zoom in on a better made better made oh sorry better made okay okay. Uh, and they have a bunch of other brands that I don't, don't know too I'm, I'm, I'm learning the potato chips of the Midwest right now
0: ah,
1: going through it I love that I love that stuff It's fun. that's I, the I, exciting I, thing about moving to a new place yeah I feel like the internet and you know has helped us all become so connected and makes things so easy to find and buy like Traveling and going, you know, like going overseas and buying like tourist shit used to be a big deal. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like you can buy anything on the internet. Yeah. Who, who fucking cares? But like shit like this, like Better Made potato chips, like I don't know what that is. I've right. never yep. seen that. Yep. I, Everywhere. I, yeah.
2: I kind of opened my eyes up to it because they we're doing a chip challenge on the other podcast on Face, uh-huh. where uh, we're going England versus Canada versus the U.S. We all get to present four chips, or five, four or five, four. And then we're going to eat them all and determine who's got the best potato chips. So I wanted to make sure I represented the U.S. well. And so I looked at, like, I read like a million lists. And there's four, if you do that, you won't recognize 40% of the potato chips you
1: see.
0: It's
2: wild. Yep.
1: I love that stuff. Yeah, me too.
2: Uh...
0: We're getting onto time and also it's getting a little crowded in this bowling alley for a yeah, Monday it's picking afternoon. Up, man. It's getting rowdy. It's 120 PM and all the lanes oh, are almost all the lanes wow. are full. Lots you of young people that?
1: too. Yeah. Young a lot of tattoos, hey, a lot of hit My, people. my hey. back was to the lane, so I couldn't tell. I just turned around. Wow. Hey, hey Gus.
0: Bowling's Bowie back. bowling might be back. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it can it, it, you guys can have it. Okay. Uh anarchy. I'll question. be at the mall. Uh, here's a question from The Gaming Turtle on the uh, Anima Podcast subreddit, slash anima podcast. What one thing would have to change about Austin for you to want to leave immediately, or what part of Austin is irreplaceable when compared to other cities? It's already happened. Really? Yeah. People aren't waiting? <laughs> I'm, uh, the thing that made me want to leave Austin has
2: already happened, which is they're taking away reproductive rights from women.
1: Yeah. So, like, my daughter and my fiance. So it's interesting because the thing I was going to say is very closely tied to that, which is I'm worried that the state government will supersede local government yes. and overtake the and city yes. of Austin. Yeah. Because you already see a lot of budding between city and, and state and government. And because
2: it's been happening, right?
1: In, in rare and instances, create a district like Washington D.C. where it's like a state-run municipality where the local voters have no rights yeah
2: i'm not trying to get up on a political soapbox here uh but uh my daughter lost her entire healthcare team because the uh hospital that that we went through provided uh care for trans kids Mm -hmm. and they all got fucking fired Mm -hmm. and now i'm having to go through and find all new doctors for my kid uh i hate that shit I hate that people can't go see a doctor to get medical help they need. Yeah. I hate the fact that women in the state of Texas have to figure out how to fucking fly to Colorado to get an abortion because a bunch of motherfucking assholes who don't even believe in their own bullshit are trying to make it impossible yeah. to win some sort of a political fucking game like it's baseball.
1: That, That's what I hate. That doesn't even appeal to a majority of Americans. That doesn't appeal to like <laughs> 80 fucking percent of yeah, Americans. Right, right.
2: Yeah. Right. So that's why people want to know why I'm looking at Michigan. It's because it's a blue state that takes care of women.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, half the people on the earth. Yeah,
2: like 54 <laughs> percent of the people on the earth. I think
1: we're not bad. we're not good at keeping ourselves alive. God damn, dude. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible. It's awful. I fucking love Austin, Texas, but unfortunately, it is surrounded by a sea of dog turds. Yeah. So I think that there there's a there's a there's this misnomer that I don't like, and I feel like it's a long con that's been perpetuated on us, where people always say, like, Austin is a blueberry in the sea of tomato soup or whatever, right? Yeah. And I feel like statements like that are funny, but it's intended to kind of subvert people's thinking and be like, oh, there's no point in me trying. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Like, we're just like so overwhelmed. Right. It's a very defeatist outlook. And I think that it's been played for so long that we all have drank the Kool-Aid and we all believe it, because it's true, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I think it disincentivizes people to try to participate.
2: I hear you, man. But I've been watching. I've been. I've been being told Texas is going to go purple since I moved here in oh, 1994. Yeah. You know, and it still ain't purple. Yeah. Well, and it's not getting any closer. If anything, I feel like things are going the other way. So it's like it's a defeatist
0: attitude, but
1: I feel pretty fucking defeated. Yeah. No, they were wrong. I really Me too. Do, Me too. <laughs> unfortunately. Well, well, thanks, thanks, Gaming Turtle, for this uh, uplifting. <laughs> what
0: the fuck, Gaming Turtle? Sorry, I didn't mean to get on my soapbox. No, but. no, it's good, and I hope it made. I hope people listened. And they went like, "I wish they'd stay out of politics." <laughs> I don't. Fuck off. I don't know. Um,
2: I just want my daughter to get the care she deserves. Yeah. I don't want it to be impossible for my daughter to, or my fiance to get birth control. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because yeah, it's it, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. Uh, this is from
0: Grayton. Are there any interests or hobbies you wish you had in your late twenties? <laughs> Yes. Yes.
2: Jeff? If, if I hadn't ignored all of my if I Get hadn't made a career so if I hadn't made a career out of my one hobby, gaming, I would have played a lot more baseball probably. I probably would have hit a lot more dingers in my twenties. You know
1: you know what I realized, you know, largely through Black Box Down, um, is I, and I say I used to say this all the time on Black Box Down, I'm gonna say it on anima now. I wish if I had known in my mid to late 20s what I know now, I would have become an air traffic controller. Or oh, yeah. I would have at least applied to try to be one. Really? Um, because the cutoff age is 31. Hmm. Um, and you put 25 years in and you retire. And the retirement, like the pay is good. You don't need a college education. The retirement's excellent. Uh, it's 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 a very high-stress job. But if you can do it, it you're, you're taken care of. Here's
2: a morbid stat that may not still be accurate because it's a stat from 1994, uh, 93, 94. But when I was in the army going through journalism school, uh, at the time, journalism school was the second, had the second highest suicide rate of all schools in the military. Really? The highest, and we weren't even close, was air traffic control. (laughs) Oh, wow. Highest suicide rate in the entire army was air traffic control. Wow. Yeah. And they don't fly a lot in the army. It's all helicopters, right? I'm mean, not just way worse than the Navy or the Air Force. But Interesting. Just, just throwing that out there. May have been a little bit more stressed than you uh...
1: Listen, we've lived through plenty of stress doing what we it's do true. instead. I uh, also I also went through that journalism school and at no point wanted to kill myself. So but but the thought of not bowling a strike.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, let's talk about what really matters. <laughs> um This was good. This was uh this was everything I wanted this episode to be. I'm glad they didn't shut us down. I am, too. It was close. Yep. Uh, It was the closest we've come. Well, I mean, I think the 19-year-olds who work here probably saw us, and they went, what am I going to do? You kick them out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This was really good. This is a lot of fun. This is exactly what I wanted it to be with the sounds in the background. If you love audio texture, this is your episode. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, You can follow us at Anima Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. See pictures from uh, this and every other episode. Uh, you can also go to the subreddit, r slash discuss Anma with other people who listen to the show, I guess. What are our
1: listeners, anma heads, anima files, Animaniacs. Anima- that's right, animaniacs. 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 Meet up with the other animaniacs. If you're yeah. an
0: animaniac, uh, you can go to r slash I'm wacko. <laughs> yeah, Boy, yes, you are. Um, this has been really great. I would recommend this hamburger if we do a meetup for Anmo with fans. I would, I would love spot. to do I would it I say
1: that yeah, this is this is an NFT. I would
0: yeah. Oh here's yeah. a little Austin NFT yeah. for yeah. you. This there is, you is this is like you it this is just like your bowling alley in your shitty town. This is just the bowling alley in our shitty town.
2: Here, <laughs> here's why you come to here's why you come to this bowling alley uh-huh. to eat. It's Friday, it's 6:45. Your uh-huh. friends just told you, hey, you want to go get a bite to eat? You're like, oh of course I do, it's Friday night. And then you go, oh wait, we live in Austin. There's nowhere we could go right now that's not a two and a half hour wait. Yeah, right. But wait, there is. It's the bowling alley.
0: Yep. yep.
1: Go
2: in and have a lovely little burger, get some red onion onion rings, and fucking listen to the pins.
0: And then and bowl.
1: Bowl. Yeah. If you got to wait, Don't do do that. that. Burger, I, I, there's probably just a eat. wait. There's probably a wait. Don't bowl. Just if, eat. If it's like this Monday yeah. afternoon, I can't imagine what it's like on the weekend.
2: Yeah, there'll be a wait for the bowling, but you don't want
1: to do that anyway because you want to enjoy your day. There was a, the bar, there, there the was bar a, looks cool. There was a dude over here at the end. He's gone yeah. now. A number 40 who like started bowling, ordered food, yep. kept bowling. They called him, came back with his burger, and was eating his burger between, while bowling. While bowling, yeah. at the center, I was like, what legend. He's Committed. living,
0: baby. Uh, that bar looked cool. I want to come back for the bar. Cool um, little game room here. We got some, uh, we got yeah. some claw There's a, machines. There's claw air machines hockey. and an air
1: hockey table. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> One of them's out of order. Yep. <laughs> I, I think the air hockey machine might be out of order, too. Ah.
0: Well, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Anma. Any uh, final thoughts, parting words for the folks at home? Fuck okay, it, dude. Let's go bowl. Don't bowl.